Welcome to the Brandma's House Podcast with the ghetto country grandmother herself, Phyllis Williams Strauder. I'm her future trophy husband and hype man, and I'm just here for the intro. GCB is a certified brand strategist, business coach, and life coach. She's also the founder of Brandmoss House, an agency that loves on the brand challenge entrepreneur. GCB is here to spill the tea on all things branding because spilling bourbon is just wrong. And here she is now, the ghetto country brand mother herself, Phyllis Williams Strauder. brand babies it's your ghetto country grandmother and this week i want to talk about the misunderstood sacrifice of solopreneurs it's how people are okay with sacrifice on one level but then don't understand it on another level because it's not their thing and this could cross off as the life but i'm not gonna get into that but we are gonna get into this episode so let's do it Are you tired of being branded as a solopreneur? Is your brand doing everything that it should? Is your brand doing its social media job? Is your long-form content hitting branded SEO boxes? If your yeses and nos are in the wrong places, get ready for a brand ego check. This is not a brand audit. A brand ego check looks at how you connect the dots of your life, brand, and business. The Ghetto Country Grandmother created her brand ego method particularly for solopreneurs struggling to scale their brand based on their individuality. You'll gain insights and action steps to level up your personal and business brand. You'll also have more confidence and consistency throughout your brand touch points. Go to the link in the description to schedule your brand ego check today. Okay, brand babes, what I want to talk to you is about, you know what, the sacrifice of solopreneurs. And it only seems like a sacrifice. Well, I shouldn't say it seems. It is a sacrifice. But what it is, is that when people don't understand it, they think you're doing too much by the things that you sacrifice. And I want to get into this because I was actually interviewed for a podcast today, and that's what kind of brought this subject up for me. I was going to talk about something else, but here here we are. But it's so it's when you're a solopreneur and you're doing all these things yourself, there are certain sacrifices that you make, some by choice, some by necessity, but you still sacrifice. And so when we do this, people get lost in the sauce and they misunderstand. And it's like, okay, wouldn't it be easier to get a job? And for some folks, it is because you have benefits, you have a steady paycheck, you have all this stuff, but you also have all this other bullshit that goes with that steady paycheck. Now, the other part is that they don't recognize what they do as an employee, as a sacrifice. Sweetie, you're giving up everything that is uniquely yours and giving it to somebody else for a paycheck. That is a sacrifice. But because you deem what you do as worth a price tag, you don't see it as such until you feel like you're underpaid. Now you're feeling undervalued because you've attached your identity to a paycheck. And so you continue to sacrifice yourself and you bitch and you moan and you do all these things. But then you look at someone who's self-employed that's going through the same struggle and wonder why they don't get a job to make their life easier. I used to tell, when I used to do business coaching, I would tell people that once you get a crack check, it is hard to let go. And let me tell you what a crack check is. A crack check is something that you hold on to because you're now attached to it. Because without it, you feel like you can no longer exist. And it doesn't help matter how big or how small is that 
you know what? I can't let go of this because then my life will be over. We attach so much of our identity and so much of our, our being to that crack check. We are addicted to it. And when you talk about leaving that, people get anxiety, they get nervous, they get scared, they they just lose their shit. And so they don't recognize that they've already sacrificed whatever it is that they wanted to do in order for that paycheck. I have seen people stay in, in raggedy ass jobs for the sake of that check because they, they can't count on the next one. I don't know where the next one is coming from. I don't know where the next one is coming from or who it's coming from. Or you know what? I'm already stable here. Why would I try and get another job? Now, there are people who are comfortable with, you know what? Just keep leveling up. But they're still sacrificing for a paycheck. Because the more you level up, the more you're expected to give. You're expected to give more of your time, more of your loyalty to a company that can say, you know what? We're done with you. You sacrifice everything for the sake of, you know what, I'm trusting them, but you're afraid to trust yourself. And that's what a lot of solopreneurs do. They trust themselves to make the money, to make the sacrifice, to do the things that are necessary in order for them to have the life that they want. They sacrifice having a regular paycheck and still working longer hours than if they had a job, because you know what? Sacrificing for myself is a lot better than me sacrificing for someone else's bullshit for them to get rich. And the way that the economy works, and I don't know if anybody looks at it this way besides me, but what it is, is that they take all of these different people. Now they dole out a paycheck that is pretty decent for some folks and is shitty for others, but they dole out these paychecks, but the bulk of the money stays over here with the person that runs the company, with the person who's in charge, with the person that starts it. Now, I don't have a problem with that because I also, as a former employer, recognize the sacrifice that employers make. I recognize all that they put on the line. I understand all the overhead that goes into keeping that business running, even if the employee does not. They don't understand that, you know what? Rent can go up any day. They don't understand that what, if this goes up in flames, I have to rely on insurance. Now, yes, you're, you know, I'm I'm going down a rabbit hole and I'm trying not to do that. Okay, y'all know I, I will, ugh. anyway. The thing about a solopreneur sacrificial endeavor or decision is because they're counting on themselves, is because they're depending on themselves. When I closed the restaurant, when Neil and I closed the restaurant, I thought, you know what? It would be so much easier to go get a job. It would be so much easier to, you know what? Let me go work for somebody else and get a paycheck. But so much of my life, lost control when I tried to do that. I was controlled by the fact that I was beholden to their time. Everybody went to lunch at the same time. Everybody came back at the same time. You had to be at work at this time and then you had to leave. I was controlled by how much money I was allowed to make because even if I want to make more, the only way I can do that is giving you more hours. And a lot of entrepreneurship and solopreneurship revolves around, you know what, at some point, you shouldn't have to sacrifice so much, so many of your hours for dollars. That's if you're growing and selling your bit, scaling your business the way that, that it's supposed to with the ideas and the, and the dreams that you had. But when I give up all of that, when I decide to sacrifice those level of freedom for a job, 
No, it's not easier. So it's not for anyone else to judge someone else's sacrifice. Whether I choose to be a solopreneur or an entrepreneur with employees and staff and bills and whatever, you know what? The sacrificial choice is mine. But because people don't understand it, they look at people who are in the struggle and living hand to mouth, living in not the best conditions, and they think it's better to go get a job. They think you have a better life. And it's funny because most of these people are so fucking unhappy with their jobs. And they don't understand the sacrifice of a solopreneur, of an entrepreneur. They don't understand, you know what? Wouldn't you rather eat steak than hamburger? Hell, I don't even do the grocery shopping. And I know they cost about the same. It doesn't matter. But when you think about sacrifice, what are you giving up? And are you giving it up by choice or by circumstance or necessity? It's still your decision to do those things. Like I said, I went back to a job for a little while. I lasted, I think, all of four months. And I would rather sacrifice and go without certain things to build up my business than to sacrifice not being able to see my daughter every day. One of the things that I sacrificed when I gave up my, my nine to five, when I worked for the government, y'all know everybody think government jobs are the best because you can't get fired, but oh, it's so much bullshit. But regardless, one of the things I sacrificed was health benefits. And I had a two-year-old daughter at the time. And one of the things one of the secretaries told me was that I would be back. That if for any, if for no other reason than the benefits, I would be back. And I had to make a choice then and there of what I was going to sacrifice. I was sacrificing healthcare for my daughter. Thank God I have never had to have any major health concerns with her. But the sacrifice that I made was my health benefits for a county hospital. I made that decision right then and there. And I didn't think anything about it. Now, when I was growing up, anybody was that was on the county was looked down upon. They were belittled. They were ridicule all of those things and that was because you know what you didn't have any other choice because of circumstances were what they were but mine was a fucking choice it was a choice to choose county facilities over health benefits of a job and so i made that sacrifice but when i was able to i went back and i got my health benefits i paid for them out of pocket so the sacrifice is not something that's long lasting. It's not something that's long-term, but it is a decision. Also, now the sacrifice becomes, you know what? When I have benefits, my job paid for them. Now I got to pay for them. I don't care. Because I'm also not beholden to the paycheck that they took it out of, even if it was just $10 a paycheck. The money that I make is more than what I made when I had a job. So I can afford to pay for it. But I can also afford now that I get to write it off or at least whatever the taxing is, 2% or whatever that shit is. But all you saw was the sacrifice that I was giving up benefits. And with all the layoffs that we're seeing these days of these major companies, what are people sacrificing? They're sacrificing the fact that, you know what, if I take this job, they can tell me to leave at any time. It's one of the things I used to think about my previous marriage. 
Like that piece of paper don't mean shit. I can leave whenever I want to. Wrong, wrong mindset to go into a marriage with, but that's beside the point. But when I give myself, when I sacrifice something for myself versus sacrificing for someone else, they're taking big vacations while I'm 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 limited to two weeks. And because I have a paycheck that only stretches so far, they get the 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 first class one, I get the coach. But people were, <clears throat> excuse me, people would rather have that sacrifice than do a business on their own. What difference does it make? A sacrifice is a sacrifice. The thing that I didn't sacrifice is when, like I said, I quit my job when my daughter was two. We started homeschooling my daughter when she was in the fourth grade. My daughter is now 15. I've been with her damn near every day since the fourth grade. Her desk was across from mine. Her, her education was outside of four walls of a school. When I started doing public speaking, you know who went with me? My daughter. So she didn't have to sacrifice sitting in a classroom all day. One of the things I even thought about putting my daughter in school recently. And the thing that I would have had to sacrifice for that is that, you know what? She has to go sit in the classroom eight hours a day. And then they're going to make her come home and do a whole lot of fucking homework. Because they expect her to go out and get a job. They expect her to go be loyal to someone else. One of the articles that I was reading lately is how millennials, no, I'm sorry, Gen Z's aren't showing up for the workforce. They're missing. How do you know they're missing? Are they missing or are they working for themselves? Are they deciding, deciding to say, you know what? Fuck the dumb shit. I'm gonna go over here and make my money this way. You're just saying that they're missing for the workforce because they aren't showing up for your punk ass or they're not showing up for these corporate jobs. But it is their thing. And it is if they're willing to sacrifice not going into the job market, but instead to sacrifice and stay at home a little while longer while they build their business, that is their choice of a sacrifice. They're not missing. They just don't want the fuckery. So it's, it's all of these different things that people see when, when you decide to have a business of your own. I don't, I, I'm pretty sure I told you guys this before, but one of the things that get on my last damn nerve is the, is the statistics that they spout about how soon a business will end. They are counting on you to fail. It's why they're so lax to, or, or so, so what's the word I'm looking for? They're so reluctant banks are so reluctant to loan you money they will hold your money hostage all the time but to give you some to start your business and to give you a decent education i went to i got a degree in business the shit that i learned have nothing to do with how i ran my, my any of my businesses i'm not saying that it's not <laughs> i'm not saying it's not necessary but half the shit that I studied have nothing to do with how I run my business. It had nothing to do with how I managed my business. It's a whole lot of complicated shit that at that level, I don't need because you expected me to go to college to get a job so that I could sacrifice my life for a paycheck. You didn't teach me what I needed to know to run my own business so I can make my own sacrifices for me. If I choose this life, 
if you choose this life as a solopreneur, as an entrepreneur, and you're making sacrifices, sweetie, if it's by your choice or out of necessity, because it's still a fucking decision. Y'all know I said that in my book. The decision is yours. But it's not because you are lacking. If your business is new, then you might be lacking, lacking customers and clients because it's new. You have to give yourself an opportunity to grow. You got to give yourself an opportunity to get the word out beyond the family because they are probably sick of your fucking ass. I'm sorry. They just probably are. But the sacrifices you make are for you. They're not for anyone else. They're not for someone else to tell you that, oh, you should go get a job. Why are you still? So I know parents that have done that to their children. I know people who are still doing that to their children. They think that this is the best way that they can stay ahead. But I look at the papers and I read how many people, how all of these big companies are laying off. But you're still telling me that STEAM and STEM and all of this other science, technology, whatever, is what people should study. But then you're telling me, yes, we're laying people off, but oh, you guys are missing. Why aren't you here for these jobs? There are so many industries that are being impacted. And I, like I said, I don't know if anybody looks at this the way that I do, but people are tired of bullshit and I get it. So what we see or how we're raising our children, and that's me included, how we're raising our children, there's nobody out there to take these jobs because we told them about all the fuck shit that goes on in these companies. You're going to teach them that, but then you say, oh, go get a good job. What is a good job? And sadly, a lot of people dictate a good job being something that pays you well. And so now we tie our identity to a dollar sign. You're sacrificing. I don't care what you call it. You're sacrificing four years to learn some stuff. You're sacrificing having an opinion about how a company should be run because you don't necessarily agree with your boss. Now, don't get it twisted. When I'm talking about education, if you're a doctor and you plan on cutting on somebody, I'm going to need you to have all your education. Yes, I am. I don't want you to sacrifice shit when you're going out here to do something on someone medically. If you're going to be a lawyer, yes, I'm going to need you to sacrifice all them hours and learn the law. Because we know ignorance of the law is no excuse. So when I go to jail for my ignorance, I'm going to need you to get me out. But when we're talking about people who want to use their gift, talents, and abilities to get paid, sweetie, it's, it's not a sacrifice to them. It's their joy. And because you attach it to a dollar sign, and because you, you tell them that their worth, their value, their personal value, depends on that you take away the joy you take away what they're willing to sacrifice to make this a thing one of the things we talked about in the interview today was that when we when we have a gift talent and ability that can be monetized sweetie it's not that you aren't successful at your business is that you don't understand business you understand what you're good at but you don't understand how to sell it, how to brand it, how to make it happen, how to make it pop off and do its thing. But that's not to say you should not be in business. 
you have to understand certain aspects and you're not going to get it in tips and tricks and hacks and all this other shit. Some of the education you're going to have to pay for. I don't care if you read it in a book or you pay for it with time. You're going to have to pay for it. But if you don't understand it, then yes, your business will continue to suffer. I'm sorry. I hate to tell you that. It is. In reading one of the books I read, and I think it's a really great book, 100 million something is by Alex Hamozzi. Really great book. But the fact of the matter is most people at a solopreneur level trying to do the things that he's telling them to do. They don't have the audience. They don't have the wherewithal. They don't even have the full understanding to know how to make those things happen. And so there are other people that, you know what? I have the connections to make this happen. Because a lot of us look for, what's the, I, I, I listen to, to TikTok trend sounds and they just crack me up because one, everything is content. That's some bullshit that was made for the platforms. But then the other one, what's the one I'm thinking of? It is, shit, I can't think of what it is. But fuck it. Oh, well. <laughs> this, this <laughs> counted up to my 57 year old brain, but I do. I listen to these audio sounds and it's so much so much of how people because influencers are now a thing they've been a thing for a while it's not new but the fact that that influencers get paid oh fuck y'all not y'all but i'm just saying my my mind is like all befuddled now because i want to remember and i can't but i do want you to understand that sweetie is anything that you're doing that you love it's not a sacrifice it's a choice and everything that you do comes down to a choice. Whether you take a job or whether you build a business, it's a choice. And we are so judged by the choices that we make as individuals because we're supposed to be part of a pack. We're supposed to assimilate to the groups that we're drawn to. And it's, it's yes, I, I truly believe that, you know what? We do need to surround ourselves with people. I do think we need fellowship and all of that kind of thing. But why should that come at the sacrifice of your individuality? The reason I brand the way that, that I do, the reason I, I help my clients the way that I do, because they should not have to lose their individuality in order to build a brand. They shouldn't have to sacrifice who they are. I've watched so many people rise and fall because you know what? You acted one way in your business and your brand, but then in real life, you were this way. I've told you guys, what was it? The dude from Lululemons. He, <laughs> he didn't give a fuck. He was straight up about here. Yes, I believe in child labor. Yes, my stuff is made for skinny ass white women with no asses. All of that kind of stuff. He didn't say it like that. I said it like that. So don't take offense. But he, he was true to his game. But because it started to offend the wrong people, you know what they did? They kicked him out of his own company. Pretty sure dude still got a check and all that other stuff. And he still gets a check. But you will no longer represent this business, this brand that you built. So what did he lose? The only thing he lost was, you know, I can't sit at the head of the table anymore. He did not lose a dollar. He didn't lie, probably didn't lose a lick of sleep. Probably was pissed off for a while. But did he stop what he was saying? Didn't matter anymore because he was no longer part of the company that he built he sacrificed that when he kept opening his mouth about the bullshit that he he believed 
I want you guys to just understand that when you're talking about solopreneurs and sacrifice, if you have someone in your life that is a solopreneur and you see them struggling, that struggle is part of the sacrifice. I'm giving up going out to dinner with my friends. I'm giving up doing this thing. <laughs> when I did the interview today, I said, I suck at being a mom. It doesn't mean I love my daughter any less. The reason I suck at being a mom is because I like working. I like what I do. But everything that I've done and I've built and I've changed about myself by choice, my daughter has been here for all of it. And I don't just leave her twisting in the wind. I tell her about it. Baby, I want to do this. Maybe I like doing this. But then I also like being your mom. What are we doing today? I don't sacrifice all my parental crazy. I don't relinquish all of, of who I am as her mom. But part of my choices, part of my sacrifices, I no longer sacrifice myself. I did that for way too many years. I don't sacrifice who I am. And I, 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 again, the interview that I did today, he asked me, how am I able to be me? I told him, honestly, I don't know if it's because I'm 57 and I give less fucks or because it's just who I choose to embrace now. That is the, to me, the bigger sacrifice is sacrificing yourself. And so many of us are required to do that when we take jobs. And so many of us feel like we have to do it when we become solopreneurs. We feel like we have to give up and be professional. A word that I've come to loathe to a certain degree. Because it's used so incorrectly. Because for so many years, I was taught that professionalism was in my hair, in the pantyhose that I was required to wear, in the, 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 the style of dress that I chose. Oh, you look unprofessional. There is no unprofessional look unless you're required to wear a uniform. There is no unprofessional language as long as I speak the language of branding. There is no, un profession has to do with what you do to make money. And because I was told that, you know what? You can't talk like that. You can't say those things. You have to address people a certain way because it's professional. No, it may be policies, it may be rules, it may be regulations, but it has not a fucking thing to do with being professional. And so I sacrificed all those years. I sacrificed who I was and I made myself uncomfortable and I made myself feel worthless. That is not something you need to do in order to grow your, your business or your brand. I don't believe in code switching anymore. I'm ghetto country. I was raised hood adjacent by a country mama. And how I am on here, how I am in person with my clients, Sweetie, this is, this is the major part of me. You don't get all of me. Only people that get all of me are the people who love me the most and going to love me when I act a zip damn fool. My husband, my daughter, my cousin, my friends. My clients aren't privy to that because they shouldn't have to be. They are privy to the, to the, to the ghetto country that comes into the brand. They're privy to the ghetto country that, that treats business like a pimp game. 
they're privy to, privy to those things. But the intimate parts of who I am, the selfish side, the 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 petty side, the 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 big ass crybaby, that's for everybody else who loves me and who I love dearly. There are very few clients who have crossed that threshold. And even if they have, baby, you still got to roll me out my money. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> but I refuse to sacrifice that anymore. And I don't think anybody should. And I'm not saying that I'm even going to like everybody that shows up as their, as their authentic self. But baby, you have the right to be your authentic self. I would never take that away from anybody. I don't have to agree with it. I don't have to accept it. I don't even have to fucking tolerate it. But that does not take away your right to do so. We don't have to share space, time, whatever. But that does not take away your right to do so. You should not have to change who you are. You need to find the people who are willing to pay you as you are. Because who you are at your core has nothing to do with how much you charge. It has nothing to do with how effective you are at what you do. It has nothing to do with your gift, talent, and ability. Who you are. When I strip away all the titles, from ghetto country grandmother to mom to wife to sister to cousin, when I get down to Phyllis and who I am, has nothing to do with what I do. Sacrificing how I want to show up and be the best version of myself to give the very best that I have, which is my empathy, which is my outpouring, which is my strength. I will not sacrifice those things. I'm not going to sit up here and let somebody cry. What if I can do something to help? That's whether it's in my life, brand or business. I'm not going to sacrifice being quiet when I know I need to shut up. But neither will I sacrifice not speaking up. It doesn't make sense that I would do it for somebody else, but I won't do it for myself. And trust and believe I did that for a whole lot of years. I saw my martyrdom right before my eyes and I still did that bullshit. And I had to stop sacrificing myself. And that is no slam on anybody who has a job that they love. That is not belittling anyone who goes in and does a nine to five. Sweetie, I applaud anyone who does something that they want to do. But if you're sacrificing yourself, I'm not down for that for you on any level. Sacrificing as a solopreneur, you're sacrificing what? Your time. That is your biggest sacrifice because you got to do it all yourself. And so when I talk about scaling with impact, I want you to scale so at least you can hire some help. One of the things that, that some people, some people want to stay small. Some solopreneurs want to stay a business of one and that's fine. But I want you to scale enough to at least afford administrative help so you can do what you do best. Whatever lies in that gift, that gift, talent, and ability. If your ability is not bookkeeping, then hire a fucking bookkeeper. Raise your prices enough to be able to afford a bookkeeper. And that's one of my biggest ones because, oh, get a decimal point wrong and IRS is knocking at your fucking door. <laughs> but you have to be able to be that, that version of yourself 
that is at your best? What does that look like? Whether you're sacrificing or not. Being able to own all of who you are, not what you do. You do so many things. You're complex. You don't have to sacrifice your complexity for your business or your brand. But sweetie, you do have to make some fucking decisions about your business and your brand. And I say that because people act like they're sacrificing everything. Well, I don't want to be put into a box and I want to serve everybody. Don't know everybody don't even want you. And so what you're sacrificing is the growth of your business when you don't accept that, you know what, let me just pare this shit down for a little while. It's not until the right people see your greatness that everyone will see your greatness. When you decide that, you know what? I need more because I feel valued when I have more. Sweetheart. Ugh, that's the wrong thing. That's the wrong sacrifice. Take it from an old hoe, okay? Seriously. I know about sacrifice. There is so much to this thing. There is so much to business that we do not know. And it's because we look at big corporations as our examples. And the same companies that we try to emulate are the same ones that we talk about. It's like, why are you trying to grow to that level when you don't even like that company? Because they're making all the money. I hate that money becomes the focus of everything. You are so much more. And sacrificing for a dollar sign should not be it. So here's my question. What's your sacrifice? And are you okay with it? If you're not okay with it, then sweetie, you're sacrificing the wrong thing. It's your decision. It's like... Oh, but they won't like me. Oh, but they won't buy this. Oh, but they won't do that. Is that the sacrifice you want to make? Is that the sacrifice you want to be known for? Because you know, I want to know what you want to be famous for. I don't want you to be famous for sacrificing. So let's wrap this shit on up. <laughs> My husband is cooking for me. I've been going for three weeks. Five, bullshit happens. So suck it up. Four, your voice is important, so speak up. Three, you make the world a more beautiful place, so show up. Two, life is good, so buck up. And one, I love you and ain't a damn thing you can do about it, so shut the fuck up. Peace and hair grease, y'all. I'm out. Hey, brand baby. We appreciate you at Brandma's House. If you like what you heard, go ahead and subscribe, then share with your fam and your frenemies. If you didn't get enough and want to stay connected with the GCB, hit her up at GC Brandmother on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. You can also follow Brandma's House on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Pinterest. The links are in the description. Until next time, keep branding by example.